right, and welcome to an all-new edition of Beckett Radio. I'm your host, Derek Ficken, alongside with me, as always, is Mr. Eric Norton. Eric, it's an early morning today, so how are you doing? Uh, I've been here since 6. True. You have been here a lot longer than I have. I just got here, but I am... Uh, I'm still tired. Sipping on that morning coffee right now. It's, it's nine. Where it it is at. nine o'clock. So I've yes. been here three hours. Nice. I've nice. been up since five. Okay. I'm 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 awake. So, yeah, I'm you're pumping and I'm going. Yeah, this is the prime of your day, pretty much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, this is right at the start of my day. So mm-hmm. we're at we're at different different levels right now. Sometimes I miss the single life. It's it's not nice. enough not enough to like say I don't want to have my family because mm-hmm. I love them, but uh, yeah, I mean rolling out of bed at. 8.15 and getting here oh, it's at great. 8.45. Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, last night, I didn't do anything. I watched YouTube videos all night, so there you go. A week, two weeks ago, my wife and I, on our fr- on our Friday night, mm-hmm. this is how we spent it, and it was fabulous. Let's hear it. We sat on the couch, okay. watched Jimmy Fallon YouTube videos <laughs> yeah, that's, for about two and a half hours. Yeah, that's how it should be, man. It's awesome. It was the best Friday night date I had in a long time. <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, last night. I was just kind of flipping through TV, and nothing really was on. I I don't have TBS or whatever, so I couldn't watch the baseball game. Uh, and nothing really was on ESPN, so I was like, you know what, dude? I'm I'm tired. I'm just gonna go lay in bed, check out my computer, and and watch some YouTube clips. So I was checking out Jimmy Fallon. I even went to Ellen. And was watching her scare the crap out of celebrities because that was pretty funny. Uh, just all these web like short clips, you know. I'm gonna tell you something that is, I'm gonna probably lose my man card. Uh, probably. I love Ellen DeGeneres show. <laughs> yeah, that. I, uh, please hand that over. If sir. I can get home, or if I get off early and I can get home by three, yeah. and Catch the Ellen DeGeneres show. Oh my goodness! I'm watching it. Every oh time. my gosh! Why? What? What is? What is I so good about know. it? I it's, don't know. It's funny. Um, a lot of her clips are funny, and yeah. she's pretty uplifting. And that's yeah. pretty cool. So, and we'll talk with Joe Lee because Joe Lee with Jaspie's Hobbyland coming on to talk again, just about some hobby things. Um, we got, you know, obviously last, uh, not last week, two weeks ago, uh, we talked about the moratorium period sure. that a forum did. Uh, got a little flack on Twitter for it. Uh, Mr. Ken Kinsley, uh, one of the you know, good listeners with Becca Radio, had had a um, a disagreement. And totally justified, you sure. know, dude had um, every right to say what he did. I actually agreed with it, but at the same time, you know, it's 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 great to see an optional moratorium period. But whatever the case might be, we'll talk to Joe about that. We also got a couple stories to talk about with just greed, yes. greed in the hobby, greed, uh, and it's not good. It's not. It's not good. And we're going to talk about an it's auction also house. Not new. Yeah, it's also not new. It's been yeah. going on. I think we've talked about it before with yeah. this with this trial going on with the Maestro uh, auction house or whatever right. it's called. Um, so we'll talk about that a little bit. And there was a, another story on uh, SportsCollectorsDaily.com. Everyone needs to check out uh, that website. But there was a flashback story of Topps um, had tons, and this is this really hurts me because I really want a box of this. <laughs> Topps had a l- just lots. Of unsold fifty seven fifty eight basketball sets. Right. That's like the fifty two baseball that just got. <sighs> yeah, it, it's the shit. inaugural basketball set for tops, and I mean, it's it's just like what well, exactly. <laughs> you know? What I mean? Like, are you kidding me? The, so I read know. that article. The I'm sorry, the, the actual newspaper actual article? newspaper yeah. clip. Yeah. It, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk about that here in a little bit, but. Uh, before we get going, let's talk new products and pricing. Uh, I know my uh, my new products isn't probably completely up to date, so sorry about that. But uh, 
Uh, Artifacts Hockey just came out recently, so check that out. And then Leaf has a couple of products for baseball uh, that are coming out tomorrow. So Leaf Best of Baseball and Leaf Perfect Game Showcase Baseball. Check that out. Uh, Donra Soccer just got released, mm-hmm. so that's a big deal. Uh, I'm really excited for that. Gridiron Kings, I think, just got released as well. So check that out. Um, not sure about Tops. They they just had a crap ton of products come out recently. Yeah, they had um, a wrestling product and a UFC product that got pushed back. And, okay. Um, and that and we're going to talk about that too with products being pushed back and how that affects the hobby as well. That Gridiron Kings, we did a box break yesterday. How'd that go? Pulled a really nice Tony Romo auto, number to ten. Hmm. So. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so uh, definitely check that out uh, here. Uh, we have new pricing for Tops Heritage Miners Baseball. That's is uh, that's done being priced. So check it out on your OPGs. And uh, currently being pricing, uh, currently being priced. There you go. Uh, Top Supreme Baseball, Tops Heritage High Number Baseball, and Panini Noir Basketball. So that's going to be uh, pretty much completed here within the end of the week, maybe early next week. So there's that. We're going to talk to Justin Gruner here, the football analyst here at Beckett Media, here in a little bit, just to talk about the first quarter of the season. Um, highs, lows, sleepers, busts, all that good stuff, um, and get his uh, predictions, even though he's absolutely horrible with Super Bowl predictions. We'll get that going. But <laughs> he um, just pick the Packers every time? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, he'll be on in a little bit. Also, Joe Lee with Jaspie Hobbyland. Uh, Jaspie's Hobbyland. I can't speak. It's way too early for this. Drink uh, some more coffee. Yeah, Jaspie's Hobbyland. I needed to do my exercises, but I didn't. Uh, my my voicing exercises. You ever that red leather, yellow leather? Red, like red, red, red leather. leather. I, I can't even do red it. Red leather, yellow leather. There you go. <laughs> yeah, no. I. Um, that's why I, I – this is totally unrelated, but I like doing radio shows afternoon. Mm-hmm. Like after the noon hour, <clears throat> because you had lunch, you're you know you're you're kind of happy, you know, and morning is just tough, you know, yeah. brain's not really working, you know, voice is not really sounding right, but mine always sounds great. So awesome. <laughs> let's let's go to the stories on hand. The Mastro Auction House. This this is pretty intense, and this really upsets me because i'm a big memorabilia fan right and to be duped into something not being completely authentic uh just really hurts so the uh the news on this there has been sentencing for two uh employees of the uh, master auctions uh and they pleaded guilty to federal fraud charges but um, the actual sentencing is going to be delayed until early next year. Right. So, uh, yeah, Doug Allen and Mark Teoticus, I guess. Teoticus, um, yes. Yeah. Uh, they were supposed to uh, figure out what's going to go down with their sentencing here in the next couple weeks. Uh, next, next week, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, they, uh, they filed a motion to postpone it until January 7th, so they got that uh, granted. But um, it's not looking good, man. It's no. really not looking good. It's you know we've been following the story, and it's it is what it is. And it's all about shill bidding. Yeah. It's all do you, about do you want to? Since you're you're big into eBay and 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 stuff like that, so can you kind of explain what shill bidding is to those people out there? Well, you know, I think every collector knows what shill bidding is, and basically, it's a fake. It's a fake bid. It's something to drive up the price. Yeah. Um, you see it a lot in different mediums uh, of social media and you know the, 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 they're quick honest bidders are quick to 
to call out shill bitters. Yeah. And uh, rightfully, I think they should be. Yeah. Um, the hobby has a just a, a bad connotation of, of you know being kind of dirty and greedy anyway. So <clears throat> yeah. Uh, anytime that kind of happens, that kind of stuff happens. I think it needs to be brought to light. But I mean, this the, this case here, it's on a major level. But the amount that it happens with just the everyday Joe collector is just absolutely reprehensible and it's it's sad really yeah it really is and you know reading a little bit more of this you know they um they created phony accounts to raise the bids which forced obviously winning bidders to pay more than they probably should have right um the actual founder of this auction house bill mastro Mastro, he's already been sentenced uh to 20 months in prison for his role in the activity which um, they're saying took place from 2002 to 2009. Um, and on top of this whole <laughs> shill bidding thing, which is, you know, beyond me, um, Bill Maestro, Mastro, whatever, um, he also admitted to so, uh, selling uh, altered memorabilia right. cards and things like that, including a T206 Honus Wagner yep. that supposedly the sides were cut to make it look a little bit better than right. it actually was, which just absolutely hurts me. Um, but Mastro publicly says he has done nothing to the card except everyone has said he did he so it, yeah. um so yeah the the this mr allen guy he's supposed to get the biggest penalty um for tipping off uh, one of the investors his name was john rogers um that he was going to be wearing a recording device for an fbi investigation yep. um prosecutors are looking for a 12-year sentence but yeah that that might not happen yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens, but it's just a mess. It is a mess. And what I was saying earlier about the, uh, the all mediums of social media, it, it does get called out. And, um, but when you see it happen on, on, on that grand of a scale, it's really, it it sets, it it takes you aback. Yeah. And you're just like, this is, I was just telling somebody yesterday, it's sports, man. Mm -hmm. It's just sports. Yeah. But so somebody these guys literally ruined their lives. Yep. Over maybe a couple a, a, thousand bucks, a, maybe you know, you know yeah. some a, a piece of bat. And, yeah. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, greed, greed does crazy things to people. Yeah. You know, when when I had my brief stint with Beckett Auctions, you know, trying to start their social media up, you know, working day to day with them, um, with their auction team, uh, you know, there was a time where you know there was people where we were kind of tracking. Mm-hmm. with shill bidding you know and uh we you know there's zero tolerance for right. that with us you know right. obviously other auction houses <laughs> might not have a zero tolerance but you know it's that is numero uno on the 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 top list of do nots mm-hmm. you know uh and we don't you know we don't we don't allow that here at Beckett Auctions, and obviously Beckett Auctions is—they've been doing great stuff. They're going to have a great auction coming up with tons of Magic tons the of Gathering yeah, cards. Um, I just saw a Jerry Rice autograph helmet mm. in the vault, like uh, some great stuff, great items. Um, so it just hurts the honest companies like Beckett Auctions, sure. uh, Heritage Auctions, sure. to to Goodwin. see things like this. Goodwin Auctions, yeah, yeah to see things like this because. People don't want to spend their hard-earned money on something that's not a guarantee or something that's not an actual price. You know what I mean? So this just hurts it completely. That goes back to you know a couple episodes ago. We were just talking about 
you got to know what you're doing. You got to yeah. really educate yourself. Yeah. And with with this kind of stuff, it's just even more evident. Yeah, you know, I I just bought a uh, Andrea Pirlo photo autograph. Um, one of the guys here in the office, he went and got it in person, signed it, which is awesome, and totally believe him because that's what this guy does. He goes out, gets sure. autographs for people, but um, until I give it to JSA to get it authenticated, I'm, you know, I'm still kind of like, I'm not going to pay you, you know what I mean? Just in case, you know, um, I didn't say it like that, but you know, I'm just going to say, Hey man, if it's not authentic, I don't want it anymore. You know what I mean? So it's all about making sure you know what you're doing when buying something. But yeah, agreed, man. It's, it's, it's a tough thing. You know what? Like that it's something that we have to deal with and there's some shady people out there, you know? So that's why you want to get on the bandwagon of the not shady people. Exactly. You know, the Tracy Hacklers, the Rich Hardys, you know, uh, the, the Ivan Lovegrins, you know, the, the guys who are so positive in this hobby to try and create a positive experience for the people who are just kind of sitting back and watching, you know, the thing go. Um, you don't want guys like this Maestro Auctions to yeah. be in the forefront, you know? Yeah, we, we need an overhaul. We need an overhaul, yes. Um, so that's that. Yeah. Greed is not good. Greed is um, not good. That's the lesson for today's episode. Lesson for today, yeah. We we should have a lesson for every show. You know, knowing kinda, is half the battle. Yeah, there you go. Um, let's go over to tops and nineteen fifty seven fifty eight basketball. That that was an interesting set way back in the day. Um, but there was a, a newspaper article that that kind of came about, and um, they back then they kind of talked in newspaper articles and and kind of media in general. They talked or they had card companies kind of bring things more to the forefront back then than now. Right. Uh, so it's kind of interesting to see where it was at back in the day. It was really cool. Yeah. So um, in the spring of 1961, according to this article, uh, Tops estimated that 250 million cards were produced that season. Right. In 1961. So in 2015, what do you expect that number to be? triple (laughs) (laughs) yeah like on that yeah just unbelievable um but they uh they were just uh, yeah 250 million cards was absolutely insane uh some of the the other mentions in the story some actual cool facts um there was the uh the value of the t206 honus wagner at that time in 1961 was estimated at 250 dollars what would you do to I guess in '61 that was a lot of money. Still, I mean, yeah, that, obviously, yeah, yeah. but but at 250, wow. wow, I'd buy ten of them. Yeah, oh, <laughs> easy, easy. Uh, the story reveals that there were only six known at the time, right? So there's that. But well, um, I'd make the other four. You know, yeah, yeah, sell them to Bill Mastro. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go, there you go. Um, there were at least five thousand adult collectors in 1961. Really, don't know how uh, how Tops could come up with a number like that. Um, did they just? go to a card shop and just kind of count people's heads or, or I don't know. It's kind of, you know what? It's not far fetched though, because every time you hear stories about that era of collecting cards, it's, you know, your uncle with the, the baseball cards on his bike spokes. Yeah. So that's true. Um, and this one was really sweet. Tops had 10 million basketball cards left over from its inaugural 1957, 58 series. Uh, no one really knows what happened to it. Uh, but, um, yeah, people are wondering what you know. Same was it the same as the fifty-two top Something. baseball? You know, under, uh, in the ocean or, or the river, wherever it is right now. We should go ahead. Go we, ahead. No, I was I was just gonna say we should do an investigative yeah, report. Yeah, we should. I wonder if any of that's in the top's fault. 
I could uh, see a few of them, yeah. 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 And then also, I just wanted to give it, you know, uh, we, we mentioned earlier Sports Collector Daily, and Rich Mueller wrote this article mm-hmm. uh, on the 27th. But it has a picture of the of the newspaper article, the original one. So you guys should go check that out. It's just an interesting read. Yeah, it, it's just cool to see kind of the history of of our hobby. Yeah, you know where it was back then. It that's why it's cool to work at Beckett because you have guys who have been here fifteen twenty years. Where you know the old regime of mm-hmm. Beckett, you know when they were here and how that time in the hobby was cool and interesting and things that were going on you know just talking to mike Payne and i mean you know dan hit you know with all their stories that they have right of working with dr beckett and and um uh, guys at tops and upper deck things like that it's just really interesting to hear so to go back even farther to the 1960s even more incredible you yeah, know? is there a cooler guy in the office than mike Payne? you know i um yeah it's that yeah i i have no answer for that because you, you're correct uh mike Payne is the man he's just he's so calm yeah and collected and just, he's, he's a cool cat yeah um I, I i always i always thought that he was probably me when he was my age mm-hmm. back in the day uh, just a little bit more cooler. Just a little cooler. Uh, yeah, just a little cooler. So it's, it's hard to top your cool. I'm I'm telling you, man. You know, people try, cool. and haters gonna hate. Hey, Got a lot of hate out there. Haters gonna hate. But shout out to Mike Payne, uh, the editorial director here at Beckett Media, doing some great things, um, and an avid horse track uh, enthusiast. His knowledge of, wow. of that sport, yeah. in particular, wow. is mind-boggling i'm like yeah you can't write it all down yeah crazy yeah i was um i was with them in vegas we were we were kind of hanging out for the industry summit we were at the bellagio and watching some sports at the uh at the booking area you're gonna drop a name and what yeah we're i'm dropping names right now uh but man he was we were talking about um the the i don't remember which uh which horse race it was but the first one out of the the triple crown the derby uh the derby yeah kentucky derby and you know he was like man this this american pharaoh guy you know th- this horse is looking pretty good looking pretty good and dude i don't know anything about horse racing so i was like all right you know whatever and and he i, I should have put money on him should've. i was literally looking at the dealer dude right there and like Man, this guy's talking about American Pharaoh. You know, we're at Vegas. You know, in Bellagio. I instead of putting money on American Pharaoh, I put twenty dollars on the San Francisco Giants. So that work out for you. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Long story short, shout out to Mike Payne. He's probably not going to listen to it, but I'll still tell him. Hey, man, gave you a little shout out on on the uh, Beckett Radio. Uh, so hopefully he'll check it out. He's pretty busy with some. Uh, he's he's one of the busiest guys here. Yeah, he's pretty busy with some with a, a special in particular something that w- we're working on that oh. I can't I can't give all the details on. And this is interesting because I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, you know, I, I might I, know. You probably put two and two together and figure it out. But mm. if it if it if it goes, to, I know that he's got a big phone call this morning. Uh-oh. And if it goes the right way, it's going to be pretty cool. So going to be pretty cool. So well, I hope the phone call goes well, and I hope I find out what it is because I'm a nosy person. Um, <laughs> so uh, before we bring on Justin Gruner, let's quickly talk about products being pushed back in the hobby, Eric. Sure. Because uh, you wanted to bring this up, um, and I kind of ran with it, and we talked to Joe Lee about it, and it, it's actually a great topic. It is. Um. So let's hear your side of things because I think we're going to differ a little bit. I think so. I'm taking the consumer side of it. You are. It's very frustrating from that point. I I agree with that. Um, 
for instance, um, when I lived in Washington, I put a put a down payment and whatever you want to call it on it uh, on an advance on an upper deck product. Yeah, deposit. Uh, yeah, deposit. There you go. On yeah. Upper deck <laughs> down product. payment. <laughs> down payment. You know, with hey, these products nowadays, it's a it freaking a down, down payment. payment because yeah. it was, <laughs> this was the first time. I think it was like. I think it was like two hundred dollars a box. And this yeah. was the first time I'd ever dropped any kind of cash like that. <laughs> and uh, the card, the shop owner uh, Brian Graves, great guy up there. And you know, I'd been going to his shop, and he had, he he said, "Yeah, you know, you can put it down, and I'll just hold it for you," mm-hmm. which is nothing that other shop owners won't do. Yeah. But um, this this particular time, I was scared about it because I'd never done that before. That was a lot of a lot of dough. Yeah. Chilling out. Anyway, yeah. I'll, I put it down, and it was a celebrity product. I think it was Celebrity Cuts or something like that. At any rate, I waited and waited and waited and waited. Like It was like four or five months, and he was finally like, look, man, if you just want to come in and use that money towards you know something in the shop, you can do that. Yeah. So I did. I don't even remember what I, what I used it towards, but um, what ended up happening was the product finally came out. It was like six or seven months later. Okay. And it was absolutely loaded with stuff at the time that was selling well, like Britney Spears, Spears jeans. And, wow. Uh, you know, I think there was something from Bruce Lee in there. And, mm. You know, the guy who behind me actually went and bought the product did very well on it. And I should have waited. You know, in hindsight, I should have waited. Yeah. But just as the, I remember that experience and then being here and having to answer questions from customers about, you know, why products get pushed back. And mm-hmm. it's it can be very frustrating. Well, <laughs> I'm going to take the business side of it because I like money. Sure. Um, and that's why um, businesses do it. Not purely for the money, mm-hmm. but there's certain areas where they everything has to be right. So if, if, if there's one thing that's not 100%, why put out the product when you're probably going to get flack for it, you know, that next day with the power of social media, even that, that day, you know, it comes out, people are going to probably trash it, sure. you know, with, with, you know, say, uh, you couldn't get Andrew Wiggins, you know, he was just too busy mm-hmm. and that's one of the premier guys in basketball right now. And it's a redemption. And that if, if you can hold a product for a couple months and say, okay, the Timberwolves are coming to Dallas to play. Let's get a hotel for for Wiggins. Let's bring all these cards for him. You know, the night before, we'll give him X amount of dollars for three hours or two hours. We'll we'll feed him. We'll do this and that, this and that, and we'll have this product ready a couple weeks later because we're gonna meet him up for this. But sure. you know, instead of having you know crappy redemption cards or Panini points, no disrespect to P- the Panini rewards. I think it's a great thing that they're doing right now but it would be so much better to see that andrew wiggins being pulled out of packs that day instead of you know a points card i understand that we all that we want it live mm-hmm. I, I get that but with the amount of redemptions that we see anyways mm-hmm. it's i mean it's, but it, but it's also it's it's also not really the redemption side of things it might be a pack out problem like look at uh top supreme mm-hmm. you know that baseball i think it was top supreme baseball where they had, had to the, recall the yeah, the, the whole product yeah so it was like that i'm not saying that that they they were like ah should we hold it or should we just let it go and they're like ah f it we'll just let it go i don't think that was that i think they just really didn't know sure you know um until people started posting pictures and be like oh my gosh you know uh but in that case it should be like if there's anything wrong with it just scratch it and say hey man 
you guys are going to spend your hard-earned money with us, and we're not going to screw you out of the dollar by giving you something like that. You know what I mean? I see that. I mean, I I understand it, and and I understand from business sides it makes it makes sense. Like yeah. That. Uh, from the consumer side, it's just very frustrating. I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely frustrating, but you know, there's really nothing you can do. Right. You know what I mean? You can just say, all right, you know, whatever. And you know, with Joe, what he was saying is that you know, as far as breakers are concerned, because that's that's where. You know, at first, hobby shops were the ones that were hurting. Sure. And I think they hurt more than online breakers do mm -hmm. because breakers could just pull another product and say, all right, you know, we don't have it yet. You know, here's 10% off the, the break or whatever because of it. Guys are still going to buy because sure. it's a fraction of the cost. But with hobby shops, I think those are the guys that really hurt because they're already struggling to have people come in. You know, so on top of that, you're like, you know, people come in on that day that it's supposed to be there. Oh, hey. It's not here anymore. You got to wait two more weeks. They're like, all right, you know. The so, lesson there is call your hobby shop ahead. Call your hobby shop, yes. Um, be in contact with them on all times. I had, you know, honestly, I got my hobby shop guy speed dial. Really? Yeah. Wow. If I need to talk to him, just, that's a horrible thing to that's say, probably. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's not even on speed wow. dial. Wow. If I need yeah. to talk to Scott, yeah. I, can, I can just dial him up. There you go. Um, yeah, so there's that. It is what it is. You know, there's two sides of every story. Right. Um, I think it'll be interesting to talk to Tracy Hackler. We're going to get Tracy Hackler on next week. Um, uh, sent him an email. He said he's totally down for an interview. And I want to talk about all these freaking products Panini's releasing, uh, especially Donra Soccer, all the team sets. I want to talk to him about that because, you know, like we said a couple episodes ago, at first I wasn't into sure. him, but now I am because of my team. So is there some type of correlation with, you know, doing freaking every single team under the sun, you know, to get everyone involved. So right. we'll talk to him about that, but it would be cool to get his side of this too. Yes, yes. Like his honest opinion about, you know, as a collector, because he is a collector too. Yes, yes. Be like, take take Panini's side of out of it. What you know? What do you think? You know, see what he does. But um, so there's that. Let's bring on Justin uh, Gruner. Talk about some NFL talk here on Beckett Radio. All right. So next up on Beckett Radio this week, I took Eric Norton out of the room for a minute and brought in Mr. Justin Gruner. Yo, Justin, how's it going, man? It's going, man. It's been been a long time. I figured you didn't like me anymore. No, it's well, it has been a long time, uh, and I've been wanting to get you on the show for like two, three weeks now. Last week there was like a mini zombie apocalypse. Oh, it wasn't um, mini. This was full blown. Like epidemic. the whole entire office, and we talked about it earlier in the show. The whole entire office was literally sick. I could, yeah, I could barely talk. Yeah, like, I I was out for a day. I think you were out for a couple. I was days. out a couple days. Yeah, it, it was really bad. I don't know what it just came out of nowhere. Yeah, like it, it was weird. It hit me like I thought I had allergies, and then all yeah. of a sudden on Monday I was like, nope. I woke up and said, no, I'm not going today. Yeah, it, it was definitely interesting, but uh, it's all gone. We we yeah. finally, you kind of sound a little bit better. I sound a lot better. Yeah, dude. compared to, to compared last to last week. week oh, yeah, uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. It was actually kind of scary. I thought the world was going to end. Uh, well, I wouldn't go that far. After go watching Fear the Walking Dead and all that, <laughs> which don't don't tell me spoilers. I am I in the middle the of the last episode. So. I haven't watched the last one yet. Okay, um, I don't like it as much as regular Walking Dead. Really, I don't. Well, it's I, just too slow. Like it's five episodes of really nothing. 
Um, and then the final episode I heard was amazing, but yeah, you saw like three zombies the whole time. Yeah, like, so right, so on, the guys. first half of the last episode, you will be impressed with the amount of zombies. Okay. That's all I'll Excellent. say. But I think with Fear the Walking Dead, and I'm glad we're talking about this, even though it has nothing to do with the hobby, uh, <laughs> I, I, I just think it's cool to see the other side of the actual yeah. uh, like infection. How it started. Yeah, how it really started, you know, patient zero pretty much, you know, uh, even yeah. though no one really knows. Um, I, I doubt they'll ever even go into that. I, that's sure just won't. yeah, that's just a little too much, you know. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, definitely check check the last. I'm gonna try and watch it tonight. Um, I'll probably end up watching it on Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, when, like in the morning while I'm still sleeping. There you go, perfect. So yeah. reason why I brought you on not to talk about The Walking Dead, uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, yeah. but it's football. Football man is I like know. already a quarter way through the season, and this is the first time you had yeah. me on. I'm offended, well, un- unbelievable. So um, not even a preseason prediction of how bad I, I am. No, at I, I, wait a second. I that think was a long time ago. Okay, this I, is way before. Wait, okay, this was like the draft. That, that's right. That's right. So you're, back in April correct. doesn't okay. count. That's my. So my bad. My bad. So I do have you on now, and I want to talk to you. Uh, let's first start off with the big hobby winners so far. All the right. people who expected to perform, who are yeah. performing. Who are those people? Mariota, yeah. he's performing. Uh, Air, Amari Cooper, he's doing really well. Yeah. TJ Yeldon, he's he's not in the top tier, but he is performing well enough to justify Even though his it's cards. Jacksonville. Yeah, they like him. People like him for some reason. I mean, he um, came from Alabama, so that, that might, might be, be big, part of you know, it. Um, you know, Jameis Winston, he's not, actually. Mm. He's he, I've actually dropped some of his card values. Yeah. And I think it's because people realize, as I actually predicted this, rightfully Correct. so, yes. that he was going to drop and that he's not going to perform as well. And everybody's like, no, no, he's he's re- NFL ready. Yeah. No, he's not. Well, I mean, compared to Mariota, Mariota's completely, stunt. yeah, completely on on the scale of he's ready to perform yes, at a high level. Yes, he's ready to play. And uh, other people were doubting Mariota. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's, Winston's yeah. not ready. I give him a couple of years, and then he'll be better. Yeah. So for the first quarter of the season, you're going to say the hobby winners so far. For rookies. For rookies are um, Mariota. Mariota. Mark Cooper. Okay. And TJ Yeldon. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Kevin White's dropping because he's injured. Unfortunately. Um, which really sucks. Yeah. That so, would have been nice to um, see him, you know, because we had uh, Tom Guideman on from Sage. Yeah. And he was talking to us. Oh, this was a long time ago. Uh, he was talking to us about how Kevin White was the guy to watch. Yeah. I know. know. And he, I was really excited to see how he was going to play this year. Yeah. Especially since he doesn't have Brandon Marshall yep. to compete with. He was going to be the guy. Like yeah. Him and Alshon. Him and Alshon. Jeffrey. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Well, that just decimated half yeah. the receiving core. <laughs> and then, um, the, then the Bears just started to blow everything up. They traded I'm a away. Everyone. So I'm happy. Yeah, there I'm you go. Uh, um, <laughs> I will. I, I will say some of the other guys. I mean, Brett Hundley. I was expecting mm. his cars were selling well, but he got hurt, and he's. But I mean, he's a backup. He what? is a backup, but Green Bay players, do, yeah, like Aberderis, mm-hmm. um and Jared. Janet. Uh, and then Jeff Janis. Jeff Janis, yeah. They still sell well. Not like mm. crazy, like they sell 15, 20 bucks. But yeah, you know, with, with Green Bay, Brett Hundley, um, I just, I kind of figured nothing would happen with him. He's you one know? of those guys that I'm looking at that they're probably going to train him up and then they're mm. going to trade him away for draft picks. Gotcha. That's what they love to do in Green Bay. Yeah. So um, um, as far as vets, though, I can mm-hmm. tell you some vets that have been dropping and some raising. Okay. Right now, uh, J.J. Watt, mm. his cards, I mean, his rookie autographs are just insane. Really? His contenders is selling for 250 a pop. Oh. Easily 250 And that's a defensive player. Yeah. That's what's nuts. Well, he's hot, number one on the hot list. Dude. Really? 
Uh-huh. See, I, I don't. Now that I'm in grading, I don't really get to see the issues yeah. anymore. So I need to check these hot lists you might out. Want to. Yeah. Um, Tyrod Taylor mm. going crazy. We've tripled his value. Really? Yeah. I mean, he's doing well. Other than the last game, he didn't do so well. But yeah, his first three games, he played way above expectations. So is because that was another question that I had was: Is that guy kind of here to stay, or do you think until he starts to produce just consecutively bad games? Will he just kind of go back to where I he should think, be? No, I think he'll. I think he'll be their starter for mm-hmm. the season. Yeah. Um, give it a few more weeks just to kind of see. He'll probably level out. Yeah. But, and especially see how he handles playing teams like New England. Well, I mean, we we saw how he did and, with New England. Yeah. And he played it, well enough. I guess he did, but the team as a whole didn't yeah. do so well. Yeah, but you got to see him in more situations like that game. Mm. And, I mean, playing the Giants, he played really bad. Yeah. But, <laughs> Yeah. No, with players like Tyrod Taylor, um, you know, I'm trying to think of he, he other... He seemed like a fad player at yeah. first, and I'm like, he might be legit. I mean, yeah. he's going to be three months in a row in the top five in the hot list wow. with a couple of cards. Now, and that doesn't happen. Yeah. Ever. What? Um, this is a side note, you know, and this is kind of thinking about my fantasy, you know, football stuff. I thought you said you want to talk about fantasy. I know. What the heck, but right? I'm 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 intertwining it with with the hobby. Oh, okay. So Matt Jones of the Washington Redskins yeah. running back came out of nowhere and, yeah. and performed real well a few weeks ago. Um has he have you seen a spike in his his He's, stuff? Not really. I actually looked I priced a lot of stuff today and his autographs were already priced right where they need to be. Mm-hmm. And he sold a little on the higher end of that scale but not mm. Nothing enough not, to. No, I'm not raising his stuff. It's yeah, blow me out. Uh, Devonte Freeman. Yeah, he's another one that I'm. I was expecting to raise all of his stuff. Yeah, and I'm still going to keep an eye on him because I think that people are going to start picking up on him. But yeah. he's not even selling like crazy yet. So like he would probably be the guy to get right now. I would say so. Yeah. If if you're yeah if you're willing to ride that train, I you would. Know. I would buy a couple of his autographs. I mean, you're going to buy them for ten fifteen bucks. Yeah. He has another blowout game. I mean, he's already got seven touchdowns. Dude. Yeah, that's insane. That's unbelievable. I'm trying to get him on my fantasy team, but that's another story. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. So, what's the deal with? I mean, Tevin Coleman. You know, now that Freeman's playing well, and they're talking about him probably just keeping that yeah. starter spot. Was Tevin Coleman ever you know high enough? Not really. He's, okay. He was a mid range guy. He was gonna. He'll probably stay in that range. He might lower a little bit coming up soon. Yeah. Um. It's just one of those ones to ride it out and see. Yeah. Now. Let's kind of get the losers of of the hobby oh, so far. I'm gonna I'm about to break your heart. Le- oh no! Oh no! Colin Kaepernick God. is ice cold. Unbelievable. He's dropping like it's like, real bad. Like real bad. Like oh. I'm dropping him from 120 down to 80 or 60 bucks. And like, that whoa. <laughs> he's getting cut in half. Yeah. Um, RG3 tie a lead weight to that card. It's it's dropping to the sink to the bottom of the ocean. Man. Really it's just sinking. I might when it gets really cheap, I might buy one just to you say. Could, you could probably get them for, you know, yeah. pretty reasonable for like 30 40 bucks now. Really? Yeah, they're not. So these at, cars that were used to sell for 150 200 bucks. Yeah, I was going to say at at RG3's heyday for his like, his yeah. key cards, what would it be? Like Um, uh, I'm trying to remember right, like when Contenders came out. Yeah. You could get them for like 350 to 500 God. range. <laughs> now you can buy that same card for 100 bucks. Wow. That's like too bad. His, um, he's definitely he went the exact opposite direction of Andrew Luck. Yeah, exactly. Andrew Luck, you can't buy for less than a grand. Yeah, know? yeah. Wow. And they started at the same spot and they just went dramatically different directions. Yeah. Now, what about rookies? Rookie losers? Would Would you say um, Winston and Kevin Winston, White? I would say Winston and Kevin White, and it's not Kevin White's fault. So yeah. I hate to say I hate to yeah. lump him in there. Um, Doriel Green Beckham, especially now that he got uh, arrested. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to watch him to drop. I think he will. Um, but he was he was way hyped, like overhyped to me. I, I thought so, so too. So I was like, I really don't know enough about the guy. And no. so I really wasn't, I didn't like pricing him very high because I knew he was going to drop. Yeah, yeah. And now that he's arrested, it's like, okay, yeah, he's probably going to fall off pretty yeah. hard. Now let's get, uh, I guess, your your opinions on the next five weeks. Uh, right. Where do you see? I mean, the Packers are pretty much running away with. Uh, with yeah, they really don't have too much of a threat until. Yeah. I was, they they have a very real possibility of going undefeated into their bye. Yeah. Which I think is like week six or seven. Okay. And then they play Denver. I think that's their first real test. We might lose a game. Yeah. And I think we've uh, there's a couple of teams that are that have me nervous. I mean, I could see them going 13 and three. Yeah, I, well, I mean, That's, you know, could you see a Patriots Packers Super Bowl like yeah. right now? Could you? Who's who's going to beat the Patriots? I honestly, I looked at their schedule. Yeah, it is the easiest schedule in the NFL. And I mean, you, you never know it's what ridiculous. the well, you never know what the AFC East. Some you know the Bills well, might come out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Oh, they definitely could. But if you were to tell me right now, looking at all the schedules, yeah, that, that New England would go undefeated. Yeah, I'd be like. I, if I was to put money on any team, that's the team I would say this year could go undefeated. Yeah. I mean, given you know injuries with the Cowboys, that was probably going to be the oh, toughest yeah. test. It w- you and, know what I mean? And there's a chance that Green Bay's going to play Dallas with both of those guys back, with Dez and Tony back. Yeah. But they're going to have a lot of you know rust. They're yeah. not going to be. They're not going to be you know. And ready by that to go. point, I mean they're already two and two now. They play New England next week. That's, yeah, that's that's. They're going to be two and three. <laughs> I mean, by the time they, they get back, they might as well pack in their season. They might not make the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, an 8-8 eight and eight team might win this division because all the teams suck Yeah, in exactly. Yeah, so you never know. But yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see the next you know couple weeks play out. Yeah, um, it's been a very weird football season so far. Like Now, now why do you say that? Yeah, why do you say that? Because guys that were supposed to show up and play yeah. have it. Yeah. Andrew Luck, even though he's still selling really well, yeah. he's played pretty crappy yep like and i know because i have it on two I ha- yeah weeks. i have him too and i'm and really I'm pissed screaming at yeah. my computer every weekend yeah. uh odell beckham jr they're just not getting him the ball yeah like there's guys that are uh jimmy graham another yeah one. yeah he's got one touchdown in four games yeah they're not throwing to him no. by the way screw the seahawks <laughs> i'm on your you. bandwagon i hate them so thank bad. you i'm glad you're on they're my team dirty dirty mm-hmm. players yep. and they're stupid because jimmy graham came to this team to get touchdowns. Exactly. And they're like, nope, we're going to have you block. Well, exactly. you guys are morons because yeah. that's not what he does. I, I, I can see them either trading him away because he, he'll just demand it or yeah. they'll they'll finally realize, hey, we actually have a playmaker yeah. who's, who's better than just blocking. He's you know? a better receive, wide receiver than 90% of the wide receivers in the yeah. NFL. Probably you better wide receiver. Him. Yeah, better wide receiver than the wide receivers on the Seahawks team right now. Oh, easily. What do they have? Doug Baldwin? Yeah, Doug Baldwin and, and uh uh Tyler Lockett, right? Yeah, it's like, come on. But Tyler Lockett's actually he's actually one that's been selling well. Really? I forgot to tell you. Yeah, I've raised some of his stuff. Okay. Uh what about Carlos Hyde? Carlos Hyde, I think, Holy might be cow. That dude's cars have blown up. Really? I for, yeah, I was gonna mention him earlier. He yeah. I've doubled and tripled some of his values. Now were we undervaluing him to begin with, or is it because he's the feature back on the 49ers? Yeah. I don't really know, mm. but I know that I had to raise a lot of his stuff. Yeah. Like I mean, all his autographs are going for yeah. 30, 40, 50 bucks. I mean, you can't buy them for less than 30 bucks right now. Wow. Yeah. It's it's definitely interesting to see how, as the season goes on, how much, you know, um, dropping and, and raising you do. Yeah. Uh, people, I, I, I wonder, you know, I don't know if people understand how much. Oh you man, do it's like a weekly week thing. to week. You know what I mean? It's, it's a weekly thing during yeah. the season. 
And Dan Dan hit said it the best this morning. He because he saw me raise all the hide stuff, and he's like, he was really hot in one week, and mm-hmm. then he kind of cooled off, and he played really bad against Green Bay. Yeah. So maybe he's not selling as hot. We don't know. Yeah. Right now I gotta go, you know, check it out online and see how he's selling now. But I think he's still selling well enough to keep him where I put him. Yeah. I don't know. He's one to watch just because they're the Niners are so bad. Yeah. Right now. Not a, not to <laughs> dig it. No, nah, man. I that's totally but, justified. But at the same time, it doesn't matter how bad they are because it's the 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> if you're on Dallas, you know the Cowboys, the Niners, Green yeah. Bay, the Patriots. Yeah. It doesn't really matter because nah. you're on that team. Exactly. Yeah. We'll we'll see how it goes, and uh, we'll definitely get you on again. Uh, to to kind of get an update. So hopefully we'll take this interview and we'll save it somewhere and then we'll listen to it in five weeks and see how wrong you are. Uh, well, about predicting <laughs> the card values, I'm going to be wrong. That's, I do it every day. Uh, yeah, no, just kidding. Now predicting winners. Yeah. Uh, so know. Packers and Patriots right now? Uh, if I was to put money on it, I'd say Packers and Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, Arizona has me worried. Green yeah. Bay play Arizona. They're strong. Although they did get throttled by the Rams a little bit. Very there. true. A little bit. So though. I mean, but honestly, a lot of these teams that are playing this year, you just yeah. look at and go, meh. Yeah. Even Green Bay, the first two weeks, I was like, okay, I'm glad they're winning, but who the hell are these guys? Yeah, they're not exactly. playing the way they're supposed yeah. to. It's it's but, uh, that's and that's why NFL season, man. Yeah, it's, but the last two weeks at least they showed up and they they yeah. they kicked some butt. So there you go. We'll see. Well, Justin, we appreciate it as always. I appreciate coming you. on. We'll get you on very much sooner than I will the last time. <laughs> I'll, I'll hurry up and hold my breath on yeah. that one. All right, man. We'll see you. All right, later. All right, shout out to Justin for that. We are going to take a quick break, so stay tuned. We're going to have Joe Lee of Jaspie's Hobbyland on to talk all about the hobby and some great case-breaking 101 tips. So stay tuned. You're listening to Beckett Radio. Looking for an advertising sales career that combines the love of collecting and getting paid? Now you can have it. Beckett Media is seeking talented ad sales professionals who are avid hobbyists and collectors to join our advertising sales team. If you collect cards, sports memorabilia, or coins and have one to three years of advertising sales experience, we want to hear from you. Visit the careers page on our website to apply today. Beckett Media. It's not a job. It's our passion. All right, and welcome back to Beckett Radio. I'm your host, Derek Ficken. Luckily, we have another person to help me out with this next segment. And he's actually, uh, it, it's a, its kind of an interview, but it's really just, we're just going to have some fun. So Joe Lee of Jaspi Hobbyland. Joe, how's it going, man? Hey, Derek. Thanks for having me on. Dude, it, I'm great. And I'm glad I have you on because there's so much uh, stuff that I want to talk to you about. Uh, yeah, but first, b- before we get into it, I just want to tell you that you need to go check out ACL. That's all I'm going to say. I will. I will. Hey, that, that's one of the big music festivals that I wanted to get out to. Yeah. And uh, at some point, got to head down to Austin and, and hang out, eat good food, and listen to good music. I there, definitely want to do it. It's all about eating good barbecue, checking out good music, and exactly. having some fun. Yeah. If, if people don't know exactly. what ACL is, it's Austin City Limits, one of the big music festivals around in the country. Uh, it's absolutely insane, but yeah, that, I just wanted to get that out there for you, Joe. But, uh, we, we, like I said, we have a ton of stuff to talk about, so let's just kind of get into it. Um, we were talking off air about this and a couple weeks ago, uh, me and Eric talked about a moratorium period, a 24 hour mm-hmm. moratorium period for recently deceased athletes. So Yogi Berra unfortunately passed away and there was a um, like a card forum or something online that said, hey, we're doing a 24-hour period where you cannot sell or do anything with Yogi Berra's cards out of respect. I took it as, hey, that's, that's a really great sign of respect. 
And it would be great yeah. to see that happen more often. Eric was kind of the same way. We got a little flack for it on on Twitter uh, from a couple couple people, and uh, most notably one of a my great uh, uh, one of the great people that kind of talks to us uh, locally, Ken Kinsley, was defending the people who want to sell these players' cards, Joe. So he was talking about you know oh. there's so much demand for it that this is the best time to to jump on selling these cards, you know? No, I, I hear what you're saying. I, you know what? That moratorium is, that's a great idea, actually. Yeah. I, I really I really like it. Um, but I guess, I mean, if, if I, you know, and I think at first I would say, yeah, that'd be great if there was a way for, for, uh, for collectors, for people in the hobby to sort of honor certain players or certain legends, you know, um, in, in their own way, in our own way. Mm-hmm you know, is, is, is great. But now that I hear the, the reaction on the other side, I think that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think the sentimental part of me, you know, the, the sentimental <laughs> part of me would be like, ah, that'd be beautiful. Yogi Berra passes away. I'm a big Dodger fan. It's like, it's like Vince Scully or Tommy Lasorda, you know, yeah. I would love to, you know, kind of, kind of do that in a way. But I think it kind of makes sense on the other side too, you know, um, I think we're in a world where where everything is right in front of us. It's very present and very, you know, you want to connect and react now, and you want to, you know, grieve in your own way. Yeah. You know, so if 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 your you know boyhood hero Yogi Berra passes away, you want to you want to pop on to eBay or, or or whatever and say, oh, I want to get that card. I want to hold on to that. I want to hold on to a piece of this legend. You know. Yeah. And so I think it might, you know, this again, this, the sentimental part of me says, yes, let's do it. Let's have a moratorium, you yeah, know? Yeah. But I think the reality is, is that it's like when celebrities pass away, you know, um, their, their movies are on TV, like the next day, that night, you know, yeah. on TV and you'll say, oh, there, there, there's the movie of so-and-so. Um, I think it's sort of like that, you know, and it's kind of our way to connect with the, the, the celebrity that passed away, the professional athlete that we connected to. Yeah, and... So and the, I can see both sides. Yeah. I, I feel like if there was a moratorium, someone's going to ruin it, and someone's going to, like, <laughs> not follow the that, that moratorium rule and sell it for a ton of money, and then everyone will get angry about it, and then it wouldn't do it again. And, you know, and that would just spoil the memory of that person that day, you know? Exactly. And, you know, when when Ken brought this up, I was really trying to, to defend my point, and I, I kind of mm-hmm. started going back on it. You know, not if, – if it's, if it's an optional period, a 24-hour period, that would be great. But if you want to go ahead and do your thing, go ahead. You know, we're not going to judge you or right. anything. You know, you want to exactly. do what's best for yourself. So if you exactly. really need to sell that card, sell that card. It's America. You can do whatever you know you know you Absolutely. want. Absolutely, I completely agree. It's. It, I think it is cool that people are trying to think of that sort of stuff, though. Yeah. You know, it's it's cool that that you know we're trying to you know kind of connect ho- the hobby to more. Uh, current event type stuff, make it kind of broader and get more people kind of into it and make it more of a, a collective group of people, you know, yeah. instead of people competing against each other for, you know, a, a particular card. Now, the competition aspect, of course, is, is, is fun as well. But, you know, something like this could work, you know, maybe not a 24-hour moratorium, but we could probably think of something else to kind of rally people around and make it you know, a big social media thing or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just something that Eric quickly brought up and it kind of ticked a nerve in me when I heard it at first. And, 
Um, but it's a business, you know, people want to sell their stuff and, yeah. and want to make sure they're selling it at the, at the peak time, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so that's that, you know, that, that was something that I really wanted to talk about and shout out to Ken Kinsley. He's got a podcast that he does as well. Um, everyone's got to check that out. I'm all about, you know, sharing the love. I know tops has a nice podcast. I've checked that out. They do great stuff over there. Um, it's, it's great to have more than one podcast cause that takes the pressure off the already existing podcast <laughs> like myself, Absolutely, you know, um, and it's always nice to have a little healthy competition, but, but yeah, shout out to Ken, uh, you know, appreciate the, 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 uh, comments on Twitter, but, um, but we're talking to Joe Lee here, uh, Jaspie's Hobbyland out in Southern California. Joe, please don't talk about the weather because I, I, uh, I will get mad at you. Um, but. <laughs> you know what? Octo- October and November are the are, are the prime times when Southern California is 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 hated the most by the rest of the country. <laughs> that is very. Our, our, our Facebook posts will, will will be of will be of crystal blue skies yep. and, and and 76 degree weather, and, <laughs> and people are are like they're in fall clothes already. And yeah. They're like, what is going on out there? Yeah. You guys have it easy. Seriously. So um, let, let's kind of wrap things back into the whole case-breaking side of things because sure. that that's what you do at Jaspie's Hobbyland. You guys do some, some awesome breaks online. Uh, and, uh, I, I still need to check y'all out. I, 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 I really haven't done any case breaking. I'll be honest with you. I need to do it. I keep telling myself I need to, but, um, uh, I will do it one of these days. I promise. But let's Absolutely. first, we're on, we're on breakers.tv slash Jaspi. Okay. Yeah, check us out. Okay. So I'll check it out. Breakers.tv for sure. Um, I want to talk about this one thing real quick, Joe, and it's, sure. um, products being pushed back from their scheduled right, release right. date. Um, that bothered Eric Norton because, mm-hmm. w- you know, you have a date to, to have a pack out or, or a product come live and those people are right. waiting. They have their money in their hands and it's their hard earned money. It's not $5. It's not $10. It's a couple hundred bucks for some nice products, you know, um, not, and not right. even that that's a low end right there. But, um, to, to, I guess go back on the actual date and say, oh, sorry, you know, something happened. We got to push it back a month or two. As right. a business, that obviously has to hurt you guys, correct? In a, in a, in a way, yes, but not as it, it doesn't hurt us as much as one would think, yeah. I think. So, you know, so at jaspyshobbyland.com, you know, we always have a ton of products and a ton of uh, group live group case breaks available for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think the only kind of sort of negative aspect of, of pushing back a product would be, it, it kind of uh, kind of hurts us in terms of being able to plan longer term ahead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we, you know, we can't say, oh, four weeks out, we know this is going to happen. And sometimes it'll, it will affect that. Mm-hmm. But I think for the most part, um, we kind of go... We, unless it's like a very large release, a very like anticipated release, we kind of go week to week, yeah. you know, and people always want to come, come by and see, because we're always getting new product. And sometimes it's older product too. We'll, we'll like do blast in the past on jazbeeshobbyland.com. Mm-hmm. We'll like bring back old products that people can break and we'll, you know, we'll do, we always have something fun, mixers, football mixers, basketball mixers, you know, you where go. we mix a bunch of different products together and people can buy into that. So because of that, we always have something. You know, so so we're not always reliant on oh we got to have that one release, 
and if that's pushed back, then that screws up our marketing plan for the for the month. It's not as it's not as horrible as as it may seem, and especially because hey, if it's being pushed back because we're going to see one less redemption, if it's being pushed back because we're going to get uh, one extra Chris Bryant or or Marcus Mariota or Odell Beckham Jr. autograph, if that's what that means, I'm I'm fine with the I'm fine with the release being pushed back. Yeah, and my biggest thing, I you know, I, I'm taking the side of of the card company because. They're not in it, you know, just for the bottom line. I mean, you know, there's so much speculation. Oh, they're so greedy. They're just doing it to make, you know, money. And it's like, yeah, they're a right. business. What What do you expect? But they're also <laughs> in it. Exactly. They're, they're in it for the good of, of the hobby. You know, they, they don't want to put out a crappy product and totally kill no. the market. You know what I mean? Right. So, right, right. so they're going to do whatever it takes to get it done. And uh, if if that means, hey... I got to push this product back a couple weeks or a month to make sure that this product could potentially be the product of the year in our Beckett magazine, then, Hey, you know, let's do it, you know? And, you know, and I, I'm okay with that too, because, because if a product gets pushed back now, obviously there's, there's pressure on the companies. If you push a product back, people are expecting, you know, well, it better be good. If you oh, push of course. It back, yeah. You know? But it's it's it certainly it's certainly much better, I think, in my opinion, to have a product released and people say, "Gosh, why did they just push it back two weeks?" Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Get rid of the redemption, or get rid yep. of the points, or get rid of whatever you know you know makes them unhappy. You know mm-hmm. about a product, and you know I'm okay, again I'm okay with pushing a product back. I mean I I agree. I'm I'm with the manufacturers. I'm with the distributors on it. If you want to push a product back because it's going to be better do it mm-hmm. it's gonna be better for everybody it it would be really cool to try and get someone like a tracy hackler to sit down and talk to us yeah. you know honestly about that you know what i mean yeah you know and i i think that that would be really cool i think maybe you know sure Beckett radio would be a great platform for that and i would love to listen to that because i think a lot of there, there's a lot of uh i want to say there's a lot of miscommunication sometimes in the hobby a lot of assumptions that are being made you know by by collectors even myself i'm sure you yeah, know yeah. and it would, it would be cool it'd be cool to kind of kind of hear out hey what's the process of this whole thing how do you guys score your your game used jerseys how do you guys get your autograph you know like how long does it take to pack out a product you know i think yeah. that'd be very cool yeah I, I we're gonna try and get tracy hackler of panini on for next week to try and come into the the office to talk so i'll, I'll try and bring that up to see what he what he has to say yeah you know? that, that would be awesome now uh, let's let's kind of go back again to my 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 point on how I'm horrible at case breaking. It's never changed <laughs> as as many times as I had you on here. I've had uh, Gavin from Ultimate Box Breaks. I have Josh Cade on. Right. Like I I just I, I'm not getting it. So I want to kind of do a case breaking 101 with you, Joe, because sure. you know you you can definitely help me out. Uh, I'm I'm a little slow, so you might you you might want to take a little time to explain things. But why why don't you help me out a little bit? Yeah, sure, absolutely. The the, the case breaking thing, you know, I've always struggled with this too. It, it's like to give the sort of quote elevator pitch to yeah. someone saying, yeah. "Hey," and, and and to tell them and not confuse them about what case breaking is. It's like you know, I I, I had that challenge at the national when Jaspie's Hobbyland was at the National in Chicago. Yep. And there'd be a lot of new people coming up. It's like, what is this? What do you guys do? It seems like you guys are talking on a camera, but you guys are making a lot of noise. <laughs> and and um, what is going on with Jaspie's Hobbyland? What is this case-breaking thing? And, you know, sometimes I would kind of stumble over with, like, 
how to explain this whole thing. And I think I realized kind of the best way to do it, if you're learning a new video game or if you're learning a new card game or something like that or a board game, mm-hmm. the best thing to do is just play, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I would really suggest to people. The first off is just it's free to go to breakers.tv. It's free to sign up for an account. It's free to chat with any host. Mm. You know, So if people go to breakers.tv slash Jaspie, um, Monday through Friday, they'll be able to see <clears throat> myself and my colleague Nick uh, do our thing. We're online. We're live. It's a live streaming channel, and you can watch and chat with us for free and ask any questions that you might have or, or just watch a break. A group case break happened live, you know? So I think that is one way to kind of get used to it. We, we have a YouTube channel. We upload all of our case breaks on YouTube, you know, um, youtube.com slash Jaspi's Hobbyland. Yeah. That's another way to kind of look back at game tape, you know, and watch what we do. And the other thing is just maybe just role play it out really quick. Just kind of walk walk through a walk a person through it. Yes, Derek. You, uh, I think you're you're a San Francisco Giants fan, right? Oh, Unfortunately, <laughs> big time, big time, and that's <laughs> definitely a fortunate thing. <laughs> well, I'm a Dodgers fan. You guys have a few World Series to hold over our heads. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know the easiest. So let's say you know you want uh, let's let's take for a recent release that we did very well with on JaspiesHobbyland.com. Um, Top's five-star baseball. They reconfigured the product. It looked great. We had it on our website. We did very well with it. And we probably will have some more of that five-star baseball on our website as well. Okay. Uh, you want to, you, and you collect the San Francisco Giants, and the San Francisco Giants are the team that, that you want to do. Yep. You don't feel like going and, and, and buying hobby boxes of five-star baseball. It's a little pricey, a you little know, to, to just kind of go box at a time just to get your Giants. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So... So you're like, okay, what about a case break? So then you go to jazbeeshobbyland.com. We have your Giants for sale for, for a fixed price. You can pick your team. Or it might be a random team, which is slightly a lower price. It kind of evens out all the specific team prices. Yeah. So you purchase a spot or a team in, in, a, in that product, five-star baseball, hoping you get the Giants or actually picking your Giants at a fixed price. Okay. So once, the, once everybody picks their teams or once all the spots are filled, then um, you watch – Myself or Nick on Breakers.tv slash Jaspi open up the product live. And every San Francisco Giants card that comes out goes to you. Yeah. Just the San Francisco Giants card. Meanwhile, someone someone else is getting just the Yankees cards or just the Dodgers cards or just the Mets cards, you know? Yeah. You know, if you want to go, hey, you know what? I'd rather, I want, I want to make a set. I want to collect commons. I want to do all that sort of stuff. Maybe score the... The, the cool auto here and there, yeah, there are plenty of other products where you can um, where you can chase sets and chase uh, other hits that might have more San Francisco Giants and give you uh, a different kind of bang for your buck. Yeah, you know it's it's definitely interesting, um, and you know I'm a big Giants fan, and especially with the Warriors and how well they're doing. Uh, it, it seems oh, like I, great. yeah, I need to I need to get into basketball case breaking a lot. Um, so with yeah, and you know basketball, the the secondary market on basketball is is uh is surprisingly strong. We've generally on Breakers.tv slash Jaspi, we've generally had a a strong baseball and football sort of audience. And when we started introducing basketball, you know, our audience was like, yeah, sure, okay, we like you guys. We'll give you guys, we'll give this basketball thing a shot. Mm-hmm. And once they started seeing the Steph Curry's and the LeBron Jameses and you know, seeing the Andrew Wiggins, Jabari Parker cards come out, 
And then when they started looking at how much they sell for yeah. on a secondary market, there were a lot of people who were very surprised at how strong the basketball market was, and it is. Yeah. And flawless basketball, we've been breaking that. The Panini flawless basketball has been incredible, and it's just like the, the, the best of the best of that sort of basketball product now it's been amazing yeah and and i definitely want to try and get in on a on a flawless break that'd be great do you have like an upcoming schedule of some of the stuff you might be doing joe because it'd be really be interesting to see you know kind of the full spectrum of of all the different kind of sports you do you know new old you know all that good stuff you know yeah, well, I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, generally, Wednesday, as everyone knows, Wednesdays are generally the, the release days. Yep. Um, we're looking at, um, like, for example, we have uh, Panini Gridiron Kings football today. Mm. That just came out. Okay. Uh, Donruss Soccer, that just came out today. So we have both of those right now on our site, jazbeeshobbyland.com. I think we're looking forward to uh, high-tech baseball, I believe, comes out next week. And I think Panini's Playbook Football comes out next week. And then, uh, you know, later on, I think there'll be some other uh, amazing releases that come out. I think in November we'll see some cool releases like Triple Threads. Yeah. Uh, Top Triple Threads football should be coming out, and Immaculate Football from Panini should be out as well. So there's um, yeah, there's have, plenty of products coming out. stuff going on on jackspeechobbyland.com. Yeah, no, there's there's definitely stuff coming out, and always, always go to breakers.tv slash jaspies to uh, check out the breaks, you know, whenever they're going. Uh well, Joe, I, I think our time is up. We've hit that 20-minute mark. Uh, so, okay. yeah, that's that's when the, the gong has been sounded. You know, uh, That's an old-school gong reference on, on the, whatever that show was. I don't <laughs> time even... flies when you're having fun. Exactly, time man. Fun. Yeah. I didn't know the 20 minutes were up already. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, hey, man, I really appreciate you coming on. We'll, we'll have you on again soon. And uh, everyone needs Absolutely. to check out. Yeah, I'd love to be back. Yeah, everyone needs to check out Jaspie's Hobbyland. Jaspie'sHobbyland.com. Also, breakers.tv slash Jaspie's. They have a uh, Twitter page, Facebook, the, all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're on the social media, absolutely. We, uh, we, we are big on Twitter and Instagram. That's where you can kind of see all the latest polls that we've been uh, pulling for our clients. So at Jaspies Hobbyland, both our Twitter and Instagram, at Jaspies Hobbyland. And our website, of course, jaspieshobbyland.com. It's a lot of fun, man. Like I said, it's, it's free to watch. It's free to chat. It's free to hang out. And we're nice people, and the people in our room are really cool as well. Big shout-out to my Team Jaspi crew out there. Hey, there you go. And um, breakers.tv slash Jaspi. Just, it's easy. Just check it out, and then it'll be, it'll be fun. It's a lot of fun. Perfect. Well, Joe, appreciate it as well, always, and you have a good one, all right? Awesome. Thanks a lot, Derek. I'll talk to you later. Well, Eric, that's about it. Long show. Long, very <laughs> long show. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's it, way too long. That's, you know what? We'll take it, though. I like an hour podcast. Yeah, and that's so. my thing. Some people don't like that. Some people want real quick you know, podcasts, and good luck finding them because I don't know if they're out there. There is one. There's, there's one yeah. called it's hosted by Chris DeLila and some other, like two other guys. It's called the 10-Minute Podcast. That's oh. all you get. I, however, it's like a book. So Yeah, exactly. I, I like it. to sit here at work, listen to what I'm doing. And, you know, if it's in the background, cool. If I'm lis- actually listening to it, great, you know, but... Um, but yeah, so special shout out to Justin Grunert and Mr. Joe Lee of Jaspie's Hobbyland. Go check out Jaspie's Hobbyland. They're doing some great things over there. Breakers.tv slash Jaspie's. Also, Jaspie'sHobbyland.com. Uh, they're always breaking. Joe's a great guy, um, and, and everyone at Jaspie's Hobbyland is, is really cool. Uh, but hey, uh, we have new music, if, if you can't hear it right now. Uh, we we kind of decided to change things up a bit from the mechanical machine mm-hmm. noise. 
Uh, I'm just tired of it. And I mean, you brought it up. You're like, dude, can we please change it? And I was like, uh, uh, uh. and so now it's like, all right, I'm, I'm tired of listening to the same crap. So hope, hopefully you guys like it. Uh, both of these bands on the intro and outro were at ACL. Um, and Eric, you need to go to ACL before you get too old. Just saying. I'm, I, pro- I, it's probably the window's probably closed. Yeah, I, I'm 34. I'll be 35 in a few months. I think yeah. the window is officially closed. It's too bad. First of all, I'm fat and I don't look good. <laughs> in a, I don't look good in a basketball jersey. <laughs> you don't have to be in a basketball jersey. And second, I have kids <laughs> and I'm not going to take them down there running around. In hey, that. Man, I'm I, well, okay. Let me let me kind of voice a frustration of mine. Vent a little bit. There were so many kids there. Yeah, under the age of 10 that I could not believe parents were bringing them. It just it bugs the hell out of me to see that. I mean, I understand you have kids, you want to get away and do your thing, but you really, you know, you can't. I'm sorry, my personal opinion, once you have kids, your life is over and it's all about them. Uh, to be to be honest, you know what I mean? Because my my reasoning is that I okay, I have done everything that I wanted as a single human or with my significant other now it's time to have kids so do them you know have have their fun and do all that but you're gonna bring a kid to a music festival with plenty of drugs plenty of alcohol super loud music super big crowds bad idea my my thing with it there is i don't want to have to explain to my son or daughter yeah what i can't feel my face is about (laughs) (laughs) that too that too i mean there were some great things that ACL did, and, and I think a few other music festivals do, where they have an actual kid area far, far away from the actual festival. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, uh, it's called uh, Austin Kitty Limits or something like that. They have a stage for uh, for actual musical guests for children at the first half of the festival, so up to like two o'clock or whatever, mm-hmm. and then the rest of it's obviously the festival. So that's cool. But I was seeing. You know, parents have their kids on their shoulders with big headphones to hold, you know, yeah. keep the sound out for like Drake and got, you know, people like, and it's just like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, that's not cool. Not cool. So people out there, if you're listening, let a, let me know your, your, you know, your opinion on that, because maybe I'm in the minority, you know, but I don't think you are. I, I hope not, because I, God, I, I was just like, I was looking, I was trying to have fun, but I was looking at these kids and just like, what are you guys doing here? The other thing is, is I used to love kids. I, <laughs> you have kids. Hold on, let me, let okay. me finish. Right, I used right. to love kids. Yeah. And then I had kids. Mm. Now I hate your kids. Yeah, okay. There <laughs> because it is. they're just not nose and disease ridden. I don't want that around my child. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to keep them alive. Yeah. You know, you know, you know okay. I'm going to do a giveaway. We have a giveaway for uh, Marvel Ant-Man box. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, great box. Great product. We, when we busted it, it was awesome. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. This is a this is a big box. So if, if you guys want to get in it, uh, send an email to radio at Becca.com. Or send us a, a reply at Beckett Radio, all one word, to get this box. But let me know your opinion on kids at a major music festival. There you go. That's all. I don't care if you're for it, you're against it. I just want to hear your thoughts on it because personally, I think it's absolutely unbelievable. And I, I would never bring my kid. Maybe I'm just a bad father, but I would never bring my kid to something like that. Last night here in the Dallas area, not a music festival, but Motley Crue. Motley Crue, yeah. And I was Alice on, Cooper. On my way home, I was listening to uh, the the ticket. Yeah. Corby Davidson was on out talking. He was doing a remote talking yeah. to the fans, you know. And he he got a lady. She was um, I'm, I'm, she said the first time she saw Motley Crue 
was 86 or 87. Yeah. And so she was there that night to see them again with her kids. And oh, jeez. Like, oh. That's... Jeez. Yeah. I, I, I mean... It is what it is. Right. You know, I'm a big fan of music, so I would love to have my kids be, you know, as big of fans of music like I am. But I'm not going to put them in a music festival, you know, around, you know, their age of 10 or, you know, that it just doesn't make sense. You know, going to a Motley Crue concert eh. as a kid. Uh, nah, I, no, I'm, I'm going to pass on that one. So I, I hope they shout at the devil or do whatever they're yeah. doing. <laughs> I don't even Run know if that was Motley Crue, but. I think that no, that's Van Halen. I, I, yeah. You know, it, it's all horrible hair band music. It, yeah, matter. seriously, it's all ir- irrelevant right yes. now. Uh, go listen to Drake in the weekend. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's even worse. <laughs> uh, so, all right, Eric, let's let's cut the cord. Let's get rid of this uh, this whole uh, music talk because uh, it's not hobby related. It is hobby related. It is hobby it's related. It's our hobby. You know, it's our hobby. You're yeah. you're correct. So, uh, special shout out to everyone that came on the show this week. If you want to get in on this giveaway, you have to send us an email: radio at Beckett.com. Let us know your opinions on having little kids at a music <laughs> festival or a concert. And it really just depends on the concert. So I'm talking about music festival. Yeah. Lollapalooza, Coachella. I don't think Coachella even allows kids. Uh-huh. I think that's what Joe Lee was saying. Uh, so let me know what you think, and we'll go from there. Next week, going to have a great show. Mr. Tracy Hackler, Panini Zone, is coming on talk about all of what Panini's doing. Going to have some fun. So, guys, thanks again for another great week here at Becker Radio. I'm Derek. I'm Eric. We'll see you guys later. Have a good one. Thank you.